Welcome to Chasing Prophecy on the UPR Radio Network. And I'm Jenny Nikowski, along with my co-host, John Kelly and John Ventry. Welcome, everyone. We have a great show tonight. Make sure you well, uh, like us on YouTube and follow us on Facebook and Twitch and Rumble and TikTok. So make sure you follow us. And thank you again for joining us tonight. You can chat with us, have any questions for our show. Um, we'll be glad to answer them. How are you guys we're doing I'm doing okay mark right i'm not sure why our entry did not play it stopped in the middle of it as usual there's always something wrong with stream yards um but we can't control that can we guys nope so what's going on sean well it is the busy time of the season for meat cutters and um so i've been really busy at work um we just got over with the turkeys and now in about a week we're going to start on the hams and oh. then the day after Christmas, the 26th, is when we have to start cutting pork. Now, I don't know if that's just a Pittsburgh tradition. Does anybody know where you have pork on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day for good luck? Is that only in Pittsburgh or is that in other places? I, I never wondering. heard of that. The yeah. pork? I think that's something with, the, uh, isn't it something with New Year's Eve? It's supposed to be good luck to have pork? On New Year's Day. New Year's Day? New Year's Day. Yeah. When did the Italians do fish? They do, do that, that Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Christmas Eve, right. Yes, we did. I did that do. one time. I did that one time Christmas Eve with all the seven fishes or whatever. Oh, you, who were you with? You with somebody that was... You no, the Slovakians was... actually do it themselves, too. Because oh, I was wow. married at the time. Yeah. And um, oh. my ex-wife, she is Slo Slovakian. And they do that, too. Oh, I didn't seven know that. Fishes. Yeah. I do not know that. So I learned something today. Mm -hmm. So Sean, uh, John, where are you at? You're like, uh, you don't tell exactly where you're at, but you are not at your own basement anymore. I'm, I'm, in, I'm at Panera in uh, Westmoreland. And, you know, I'm a big believer in demonic interference. And I helped my son move to Missouri this past weekend, right? Every single thing that could have gone wrong went wrong. I mean, it was incredible. You know, I mean, the uh, storage place in Missouri, because they're building this house, uh, the website says open seven days a week. He called them. Uh, yeah, well, you know, got the answering service. We get there. They're closed. Uh, <laughs> they sent us. Then we, we made some other calls. Yeah, go to this one. And it's, what it is is the answering services. They don't check anything. Yeah, go over there. It took us three three locations till we found one that was open and we're and we have the movers with us at 120 dollars an hour hour oh, and a half Jesus. wasted that's um, crazy you know and then he parked it was pouring rain he parked behind my daughter's house and he you know he, i guess he didn't know exactly which was her house he went a little too far he dropped into a gigantic hole and oh, and, wow. and the, the the moving truck was stuck we had to we had to get one of those big gigantic trucks like you see on the uh, you know in Alaska, four hundred dollars for ten minutes to pull them out, 
I mean, well, every single thing went. I, I don't want to go into all of it, but everything went wrong. The people who packed the truck, everything, and uh, and then I get home and nothing's working. Uh, it's like when I my house got hit with a lightning, you know, and everything went out. Uh, I don't know. It's just, but I believe things happen for reasons, and there's angelic and demonic interference. I saw it all throughout the weekend. Every well, single thing you can think of, it 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 didn't go our way. Well. Well, I can um, tell you, there's a lot of crazy stuff that goes around um, everywhere. Um, not just just not happening to you, but all over oh, the world. To, listen to this stuff. I, I get home last night and I lay down and you know I said a few things out loud. And what do I hear down the hallway? A bang. So I don't well, respond to it, right? Then there's a really loud bang. Boom. And I, uh, I, I sit up in bed and I say... I say to him, I hear you. Shut the fuck up. Oh. I, guess I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said that on the radio. Yeah, you should have said that. Oh, we're going to get bogged. We're not supposed to swear on the radio. All we're in the swear jar. Sorry. But, you know, and then it stopped. And this is like recently the third time that there's been these bangs. And when I respond to it, acknowledge, yeah, I heard you leave. You should uh, just boom. don't, and that's just it. don't talk to them. I don't know if these these bangs are just ghosts from the cemetery. Uh, Maybe I, I don't get the impression they're demonic entities. I don't. If they're trying to send me a message, I don't know. I don't want to communicate with them, but I don't know uh, how to get a message unless you know Morse code. You know. Maybe. Well, <laughs> you, let's get let's get to tonight's show. So, if you have any questions yeah, yeah. tonight, we have a really interesting guest with us this first hour. Um, her name is. Nikki Jacobs, and I hope I'm not screwing that up because you know how I am with words. I don't know what's going on with my every time. Every time I get a little bit older, it's harder for me. But Nikki Jacobs is an ET abductee, and she calls herself an experiencer and a and contactee since the age of four, including being participant in an ET hybrid hybridization. Am I saying that right? Hyber hybrid. She's a yeah, program and she's also a psychic medium with eight clears, which continues to grow and expand. She's battled dangerous psychics. I'm not really sure where she's going to have to explain to us what she means by she's battled um, dangerous psychics who use their own abilities in detrimental ways against others. And numerous years ago, do do. So we're going to ask her what that exactly is. And there's more she can go on and on. And she's been involved in um, government-based uh, black ops, psych ops, treasury, manipulate psychic actions, and so many other things, psychic energy. So without further ado, let's bring her on so she can explain a little bit of this stuff. Welcome to Chase and Prophecy, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Hi, thank you. You have to explain to me what all this is. Now, tell me, give us a little background of when this happened. I know you said four years old in your bio. Yeah. But how do you, when, when did you think it was something other than just a child's imagination? Like when, when did this all begin that you knew that there, you were different, you were special? I never thought of myself as special. <laughs> uh, didn't realize... I don't even know how to explain it. I just didn't know any different to some degree. Um, being three, four years old, um, you're on board a craft. And the, the picture that I've got behind me, the paint, let's see. Yeah, that one right there. 
Um, that is the beginning of a painting that I've been working on for a while, whenever I've got time. And it depicts when I was four years old on a craft and fascinated because they took me and numerous other children out mm. into space into galaxy whatever the belief you want to call it and we saw what we now what i now know are nebulas and uh like the butterfly that's a depiction of the butterfly nebula very bad depiction but i didn't know that until 2019 when i was scrolling through my phone on Facebook and somebody had written an article on a nebula that NASA was uh, either just reposting again or I had never seen it. And I nearly collapsed and dropped my phone on the counter and had to grab the counter because I nearly went down because I was the first words out of my mouth were, I know that as the infinity galaxy and mm -hmm. i had to stop myself and and actually go wait a minute what the bleep did i just say and i'm like yeah because i've had this memory all my life but i had shoved it off and you know and then i i go back into the memory and i'm like this is real i mean i i had this memory for years all the way up until eight nine ten years old and then just life starts happening when you're a kid you're experiencing regular life things and you don't think any more of it but by there was a process around the age of seven years old where i had an et standing at the foot of my bed and i had begged and pleaded her to show herself to me because she was telepathic and talking to me in my head and she showed herself to me and I lost my ever living freaking mind, started screaming and she instantly disappeared. And at that moment in time, because I freaked out um, and of course mom came in and all this other stuff, but because I freaked out, I put a they didn't want to show me anything ever again after that. <laughs> so um, they started hiding stuff from me. And I have memory, I have a few memories, but that's the one that stands out to me is standing on board what I thought was the like the ship's control room, which is not, uh, it definitely wasn't. And there were adult humans that were trying to help uh, the ETs get the kids to understand certain things. Um, so yeah, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't imaginary. Um, mm -hmm. Now just... Nikki, in your family, has anybody else ever been abducted? Uh, nobody has verbalized it. When I was about somewhere between the ages of six and seven, my grandmother, I, she lived in an apartment building. She'd gone blind and she was living on the third story of this building. Long way around this, 
to answer your question. Um, I saw a human standing, or I thought was standing. I was in the kitchen at her kitchen at the time. She was having me tend something on the stove. And I turn around and I'm looking down her very little living room out the window. And there's a guy standing and I walk up to the window going, how is that possible? And by the time I get to the window, I realize this guy's floating. I can see him. And my, I, my grandmother was like, tell me what you're seeing. And I describe bits and pieces, but I don't tell her everything. And she, that's when she tells me, oh, he's got a baseball cap on, doesn't he? And it's whatever color it was at the time. And I looked at her and I went, yeah. And she goes, shh, Nicole, we don't talk about those things. We don't want to go to the nut house. And I'm like, but grandma, and she's like, shh, Nicole, we don't talk about those things ever. And so I learned from my grandmother, you don't freaking talk about this kind of stuff. And I didn't talk about it before that I there was something in me that always knew you don't talk about these things and I didn't talk about any of it and as far as I knew knew then and knew up until a number of years ago that I didn't have family that was abducted or that had abilities um and it wasn't until most of my family most of my close family is on the other side now and every once mm -hmm. in a while, I get a chuckle. I hear a chuckle and somebody com makes a snide remark or a comment on one of the family members makes a snide remark on something that I've said regarding ETs. And I'm like, okay, grandma, <laughs> you want to run that by me again? You know? <laughs> so um, then I find out that my dad, uh, and I don't have validation for any of it because they're all dead. I mean, yeah, they could tell me, but they're not, it's not like them telling me while they're sitting in front of me and we're having a conversation, completely different ball game. That's amazing Next. stuff. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Dude. Uh, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. I just had a conversation with friends this morning about, um, an abduction, a possible consciousness abduction last night. And that's the no. other thing. They don't just take you physically. <laughs> so what do you mean like, when you say conscious? They just, it's all the mind. They don't take the body. There are times when if they're going to work with you physically, they will take the body. There are other times where they, and I don't understand this. I'm still learning this. I'm still trying to wrap my own mind about around it because it is way beyond my mind. I mean, and I've had a conversation, a scientific conversation with Einstein because as somebody else was talking about science stuff and I'm like, I have no idea what the heck you're talking about. And the next thing I know, Einstein is standing next to me telling me oh tell them that 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 so i don't have a science mind i mean i'm very mechanically inclined but i don't have a science mind for this stuff so to say consciousness the only thing that i can equate it to is quantum physics quantum physics is the only thing that 
I can semi understand. What I know is that the ETs will abduct physically, but I also know and have experienced numerous experiences that I actually remember where they have taken my consciousness and put it into another body. And I'm like, I can't, and see me even saying that is like, I can't even believe I'm talking about that because it's so far removed from our existence on planet. It is so far removed from what we as humans can conceive of and can grasp. So it's a, it's a huge, when, when abductees talk about things, they'll even talk about screen memories. So yeah, I've got what are classified as screen memories too that I try to break through. I had an, an incident where that happened just a few days ago. Over the, I think it was over the weekend. I'd have to look at my notes. I keep explicit journal notes because I have to, because I'm like, I'm not going nuts. I'm one of these people that is very logical and mm -hmm. sequential based and oriented. And I try to understand this. And it's hard. I experience it sometimes on a daily basis, sometimes every couple of weeks, sometimes once a month. And I'm still trying to wrap my logical brain around this. And there's, and you add the religion factor into it too, because I'm a Christian. Oh, that's a totally different mindset. <laughs> Completely mind boggling. Completely mind boggling. So uh, let me ask you. So when you were your consciousness was put into another body, was the person awake? The body was sleeping? a clone. The body was a clone, and I woke up in it in mid sentence. This happens whenever I'm, whenever they take me that way, and I don't know how else to explain it. But whenever that happens, it's a it's my body. And I have That's learned a I have you? a 30, yeah, I have learned that I have a 32 year old, a 34 year old, and a 36 year old. Guys, I'm 54 years old. Um, I've had a child. When you're 54 years old, ladies that are listening, you have certain items that fall. Okay. <laughs> now, in my 30s, those suckers, those little, they weren't the little, but those two items, they weren't fallen. <laughs> they were nice, big, and perky. And I'm like, uh, I'm waking up having a conversation with somebody literally mid-sentence, and I'm talking to another woman, another human, who is another abductee. I look in her eyes, and she and I registered at the same exact moment that we were just waking up in our clone bodies. I have yet to meet this woman. I would love to meet this woman. We would have a ton of things to talk about if she's remembering. But that's the thing. Well, if she's can remembering. I, can we back up yeah. a little bit? What does having Ask perky whatever. perky what what does having perky body parts have to do? I don't understand. What does that okay, have to do it, with them? It means that I was younger. Okay. Okay. And I had a specific body type. Okay, that is how I, hello, I'm morbidly obese. I have no problem in talking about almost anything, okay? I have no problem in talking about that. When I was mm -hmm. in my 30s, I was fit. 
Okay. okay. What, what is, so you're saying that you were so what transformed. I'm, I knew when I would, what I'm saying is that I knew that I was not in my, this physical Okay. So your now. consciousness was like transplanted into somebody yes. else. Is that, okay. I just uh, want to make sure well, we're on the, the same page. <laughs> into the clone body that I, and I've seen clone bodies. I know how they're, and people are like, that's full of, and I'm like, no, it's not. I've actually, I've actually talked with other abductees who know exactly what I'm talking about. So it was your clone like, body or somebody clone. else's? No, it's my clone body. Okay. So, so it's you. They store the clone, clone. bodies. Okay. Yeah. I got it now. I just want to make yeah. sure I understood they this. Store, they store the clone bodies. And what I don't understand is what the bleep, Thank bleep, you, bleep, bleep is the her mind was placed in a younger version of herself. Yes. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate that, Mr. White. Um, so I, what I want to know is what are we being used for? Yes. I want to know too. What do you think? What are your, what is your, um, opinion okay. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to tell you, there've been times where I've woken up with a eight foot tall female, I can't classify her as a reptilian. I can't classify her as a, I, I, I'm looking over here because she was on my right side and it's a very vivid memory. Um, and she had, I don't know, we're on radio and you guys are on video. So her legs came forward to a knee like, like humans do and then backwards and then forwards again onto um four like four type of toes so it's like a, a, a horse or a uh, dog that has an extra leg part kind, kind of yeah kind of um big muscular the skin was leathery like and she had, and the reason why I'm describing this is because you had just asked, what do I think their goals are? In this case, she had weapons on her, things that I can't even, and I do know that it was a gigantic, oh my God, I'm 5'3". This weapon was almost five feet in length, okay? And... It was like a hip holster type of device that she put it into. I don't know how else to explain it any simpler than that. And I knew that it shot blue energy. What is that energy? I have no idea. Now, when we were getting off, there were three of us on this lift. There was her and then me. And then to my left was a human female that had also woken up in her clone body. And we were on this like pedestal type thing that was raising like an elevator. And the one thing this ET had said was, don't put your arms on the, the, the wall, they'll be cut off. Your arms will literally be cut off because they were raising this platform so fast. And where we got off at, at this next level, there were male bees that were between a foot to two feet taller than she was. And oh my God, they were huge. 
and she was giving this woman and I, this human woman and I, instructions in how to think around the males because the males were aggressive would be the uh, violent is not the word I would use aggressive is the word I would use but here's the thing the ETs that are creating the clones the ETs in the hybridization program they're not anything like these sets of ETs and there was a comment from last week that I want to to talk about because it's something that I have heard over and over and over again. That, that and this is this is the assumption that ETs are demons. Hello, have you seen a demon? I have. Real life, in my psychic mediumship abilities, I have. Completely different race of beings. I don't know what to call them. Uh, I've seen them. I've dealt with the wannabes. I call them the wannabes because some of them are, uh, they're all, well, not all of them. I was going to, can you use the A word here? Well, we already <laughs> used the F word, so. Well, I'm not, I know that's a no-no. <laughs> um, because the wannabe, what I call the wannabes, those are real a-holes. Um, they range in, in about 1,200, 1,500 years old or older. The true ones are very rare on Earth. They do show up, but they're very, very rare on Earth. And the ETs are nothing in all the different races or species of races that I have come across, they're nothing in comparison to the race of demons or jinn. Mm. Very, very different beings. Um, and with my experience, I get a little frustrated with that, but that's what everybody thinks and believes, and I get that. But it's a completely different section. They're living, the, the ETs are in the physical world, but yet they can do so many, oh my God, mind-boggling things with their mind, their own consciousness, whereas the demons live in an, like a, the, the etheric world. Um, which but they can is manifest here. Yes, they can manifest here. Yes, they can do a and they can do a lot of damage too. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I try to promote. Look, think, think about what you're thinking of because you can actually draw things in. You, know, you don't want to do that. That's not. Is there a support group seen. for you? that you can talk to people about this? Uh, I have been told there are. Um, I know of a couple of ladies. There's a lady called Samantha Mowat, who is an abductee who talks open, very openly. She's been on a number of um, 
TV shows. Uh, oh, brain fart, guys. Sorry. Um, there's another lady. I cannot think of her name at this second. Um, Geraldine Orozco. Um, she's also been on a couple of TV shows. She And the, both of these ladies have done an extraordinary amount in bringing forth information. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that one in a minute. Um, they, they've brought incredible information forth as experiencers, contactees, abductees. Um, and it's a process. That's the one thing that I've learned is that this is a process. It, and that's one of the things that I try to promote. If you are an abductee, there are places that you can talk about this that are safe. You need to understand that. They're few and far between, but they're so much better than they were even years ago. And there were very, very little. And, and know that you're not alone. Nikki, yeah. um, I'm, I don't want you to take this as disrespectful in any way. I just wanted to know. <laughs> Honey, I've heard it all. <laughs> okay. Were you ever um, screened for any kind of behavior issues before regarding this or? Regarding this, no. No. So you I've, ever gone I've gone through counseling. I've gone through the psychological. I've gone through healing, all that. And you were never. Believe, okay. believe me, I know. And I, I've had people who have known me for all my life. I've had others who've known me for 40 years who are like, wow, why didn't you ever talk about this? Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh because there's a lot of stigma with it. And on top of that, a lot of it I had blocked. And a lot of it was blocked for me by the ETs themselves. And let me tell you, when Preston Dennett was on last week and he talked about the, the process of the abductees going through the emotions. He is no joke, man. <laughs> that is no freaking joke. Um, I went through in, in 2018 and 2019. Um, I even poo-pooed my own self and was like, this is nuts. Well, guess what? You can't poo-poo it anymore when you find yourself trying to open your eyes. You have fans sitting a foot and a half from your big fans, okay? We're, we're talking, like, I use the Vornado fans in the summertime. Um, and for whatever reason, during the spring, I was still using fans. Okay, what's that with the fans? Because I know someone else that uses fans constantly ever since he had an experience. What is it with the fans? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna that's what I'm getting to right now. Um, the whole reason I knew that I was way above my bed is because those fans were aimed at the ceiling. They were not aimed at my bed in any way, shape, or form. I had two of them sitting side by side. And I had to have for whatever reason, I had to have air circulating. It drove me nuts. I needed the circulation, the air circulating. Well, 
when you wake up and you're shivering and you're so cold that your teeth are actually chattering uncontrollably, uh, <laughs> and you start feeling yourself and, and where you can't open your eyes and you can't move and your body is literally, you're going above the fans and the next thing you know is you can start to feel yourself coming down through your sheets and your blankets and then you can feel the weight of your body again and I was released I wasn't allowed to open my eyes at that time and I had kicked something at the end of my bed and I don't have a bleeping thing sitting at the end of my bed nothing and what was it that was so hard that my toes instantly tried to grab onto what there was there there was nothing there you have a footboard i don't have a footboard i don't have a headboard i don't have i don't have anything at the end of my bed and i'm like i said i'm five three I'm in a queen size bed. Hmm. So what makes, you what, think, was what, it? Makes, what makes you think these are extraterrestrial and not just a cryptid or a different species on Earth? Because you know, what, why dealt, the jump to ET or you know? Because what? I've dealt with the other. Literally. How, How did you deal with others? Oh, that's more like a four-hour conversation. <laughs> um, How do I even explain that? Um, it's just something that I've dealt with. Uh, I've dealt with it psychically. I've dealt with them um, via threat, uh, via energy. Uh, I've had numerous beings around me that are like, yeah, try and take her on. They don't like me. I get mean. I get very nasty when it comes to uh, somebody who tries to mess with me. And it's etherical. And it deals it deals with the etheric. But I'm so not the that way in my regular life at all. What's the worst thing that ever happened in your encounter? With the ETs? Yeah. Or with other things? ETs. Well, yeah. So, well, tell us ETs and then tell us with... The others what's the worst thing that has happened well the worst thing is something that i will probably never describe um i've had body parts removed and put back oh, that's horrible <clears throat> I was, now this I've talked about publicly. I have a memory where they literally. If you don't want to share this, don't. No, I've talked about this before and I don't know why I'm hesitating now. It's just, it's just, I, I go through this periodically and it upsets me no matter what I what I do and it's something I have to let go of and it's part of my process 
Um, sorry, that's not directed at you. That's directed at me. Because um, this is a learning process. And that's something that we all have to understand. It is a learning process for all of us. Okay, um, I'm avoiding. Do you have, do you have any scars? I was a kid. Do you have I, any scars? Not like what you would think. I have marks. I've had, I've had, um, I've had surgeries. They've had, they've done surgeries. When I was a child, one of the things that I remember was them putting in some kind of device into my mouth and they shattered the roof of my mouth. Now, what I can tell you is that over the last 25, 30 years, I've had uh, a number of doctors tell me, dentist tell me, a chiropractor, neurologist tell me, I don't know if it's in my records, but they have verbally told me to my face, why are your nerve endings not where they're supposed to be? What the freak is the point of altering a person's shifting? That's the kind of stuff where I get angry. I get really angry over that kind of stuff. What is the logical sense of doing that to somebody? I know somebody who woke up on, a ta on, on the table with their skull wide open. What is the logical sense of that kind of thing. And then I turn around and a year ago, they did surgery on me and I woke up after I was returned and the back of my mouth and my left in uh, ear canal, a station tube um, was completely altered. Now I have what is in my medical records, I have, it has been known that I have unusually small station tubes. Well, now I don't, at least on the left side. This is fascinating. Go back to where you were describing it and we were, you were interrupted. I would love to hear about what you were talking before. About which one? Um, oh, geez. You were describing something that they did to you that was horrible. You can't even describe the, the, the where they shatter my mouth. Oh, it was before that. Was that it? The shattering of your yeah. I think she um, went there's back. There's the shattering of my mouth. There's parts of organs removed and put back. Um, I've had children removed. Didn't know I was pregnant, but yet I did know I was pregnant. How is that possible? Um, so how do you say that this years... is a good thing? How do you say that this isn't an evil thing? Sounds evil to me. <laughs> yeah. At some point, you work through it and you figure out they're doing something for the greater good. But there's so many different races. The ones that are, there are three different races that take me. Now that's so, so fun because there's one race that just, I have, I can stand, here's an example. I can stand on UB Island, I'm in Washington state. Sorry, my phone just beeped. 
I'm in Washington state. I can stand uh, in a certain small park on Whidbey Island. And, and there were witnesses to this. We were out on a night watch and observing the skies. <laughs> and I turn and I start getting frightened. And I turn more and I'm no longer frightened. And I found out that night that I have an instinct knowing for what I call the bad ETs. Because I get terrified. I mean, like, mind-blinding terror. And I know when I'm around them. And it's the same way. People talk about Groom Lake in Nevada. No, 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 no. There's a lake. I don't remember the name of the lake in Nevada right at this second. Um, but there's a lake that every time I've passed by it, I, it's a good thing I'm sitting in a car going past it because I panic really, really badly. And I, I've never panicked going past. And, and the only thing I can equate it to is there's got to be ETs in or around somewhere around that lake and it's and it's a, that lake area is a government base area it's a known government base area so when i'm on Whidbey island i get the same exact incredible terror the other two races i'm not afraid of they piss me off sometimes and there have been times where i have woken up in my bed where i'm not I'm literally coming out of, and I can't call it sleep, but I've literally been brought back and I am screaming, verbally screaming at them. You do that again, I'm going to find a God bleep, 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 hatchet, and I'm going to cut you to ribbons. Don't blink with me. Don't F with me. And then I get in my head, shh, we don't want to talk like that. And I'm like, don't effing tell me what to do so there are times where i get very angry it's like i said it's part of a process and then there are times where i'm able to hold one of my hybrid children um what's they, the kid look like <laughs> uh human there have been numerous hybrid children that have uh, looked, appeared human. Um, and then when I see them later, and I know it's them because I recognize their soul, which is weird. That's the weird, that's another weird one. Um, recognizing somebody's soul simply by looking at their eyes. Not their body, but by their eyes. Um, Was their face any different? They, How do you know changed. they were hybrid, though? They're, they've changed. Um, hello, they're green. Oh, they really are green, your hybrids? Uh, not all of them. but No, they're um, more like I've the had, reptilians. I've had, I've had ones that were blue. I've had ones that are green. I've had one that was a, a gray color. I don't know how to describe her. She was... She had an undertone of Caucasian, 
but she had this light gray color to her. I don't know how else to describe her. They look, they've all, that I remember, because I don't remember all of them. I have been told I've had 26, and I'm like, what? You're out of your freaking gourd. And I'm like, no, you've been told 26. That's what I get told. No, you've been told 26. So um, I, I just, it's hard for me to even comprehend this. Mickey, do you think that there's like a Stockholm syndrome here where you know you can't do anything about it, so you're trying to rationalize it and accept it? I mean, it, like when I last week I talked about the, my experience and what I saw is these two hybrid kids, and I felt one was mine, and he was really deformed. And, you know, to me, it was very upsetting that I can't save him. I can't get to him. I would never allow that to happen to one of my children, you know. Mm. So uh, I'm going to tell you a story. Are you just trying to accept it because there's nothing you can do about it? That's how I, that's how I think I was before I was more consciously aware of it. Um. I know that I've been incredibly angry, like deep down enraged angry. There are times where I, yeah, there are times where I've learned to accept it because there are things that I, you're right, can't control it. Do I think it's a Stockholm? No. Um, but at the same time, I have to register and acknowledge that I've got a soul contract with two of them that I'm aware of. I don't know about the third. If I've got a soul contract with them, I know somebody that she and I are going to have a little conversation because she's real good at breaking soul contracts with the ETs. Why would you exactly is a soul easy. contract? Yeah, what's a soul contract? Soul contract is something that you as a soul, when you're on the, I was going to say the ether, <laughs> the etheric side, after you've died from this lifetime, you're in a different, in a different form, okay? You're a form of a spirit, as we call it. That's not what they themselves are called but that's what we call it. Don't ask me the term. I don't know the term. I just know that that's what we call it, but they call themselves something else. Now, before we choose um, getting into what the next body is, we make an agreement with the hierarchies as to what who's going to be in our life. And we make an agreement. It's literally a contract. Can contracts be broken? Yes. Can soul contracts be broken? Ooh. It's very difficult. Now, um, yeah, soul contracts are similar to the write-up for Akashic Records. Yes, Robert White. I agree with that. Um, the woman before had asked about what my family thinks of this uh the spouse and the son uh i do not know what my cousins my those are the only family i've got left 
uh, very difficult. Uh, do not know what my my cousins think of it. And personally, I honestly don't give two raps bleep what anybody thinks of it. It is my experience. It is what is happening to me and to F with everybody else. Uh, if you can't it, handle it, you can't handle it. That's your prerogative. That's your mm -hmm. perspective. That's what you think. That's fine. Do you want this, this to is continue? Do you want this oh, to continue? Man. Or I want, your, what advice? I want, yes. what, what I want is I want to have access to my children. I periodically, the only one that I have access to is via consciousness and via telepathic communication. So access and to my children. Whoop, to hello. What the hell was that? It's a backwash. <laughs> um, so what I want is to have access to my kids. That's what I really want. I know oh. that we as humans are being used as a form of, um, not surrogates, that's not the word. I can't think of the terminal. Sorry, guys, I had a, a very serious medical issue yesterday, and I didn't even honestly know if I was going to make it to the show tonight. That's okay, you're doing um, fine. So I'm, I'm having lots of little brain farts, so I apologize because I'm normally much more succinct. Um, what is it when you have a uh, ambassador? Thank you. Other side just said ambassador. Um, there are numerous ETs that are using the humans as ambassadors. Why? I do not know. That fascinates me no end. Those are the kinds of things I would like to know about. Uh, Sarah Forbes Why? has a question. Yeah. What are the greater good? Well, first one is, why do you feel they chose you? Mouthpiece is the first thing that pops into my head. But why me? But <laughs> I have no idea. They didn't I mean, choose you. You you made a contract. <laughs> yeah, we made, a, we made a contract. But here's the thing. I've learned that I've had numerous lifetime contracts with these guys. There's two races that I know. And how do I know that? Because I'm remembering, oh, this gets into a whole nother subject. Um, I'm remembering vast amounts of lifetimes. And that has been shocking, to, especially as a Christian, that has been really shocking to me. Um, but I've learned to accept it. I've learned it, it's it, it's part of the process of the soul. Um, <laughs> right. It's yes. just I'm sorry. It it just Don't it gets old. It. <laughs> and it's Sarah just... comes back with another question: What are the yeah. greater goods that you believe they are working toward? Consciousness. I believe that. Okay. And there are many reasons why I believe this, but I'm not going to get it. I, there's not enough time to get into all of that. I believe that they are trying to raise consciousness with humans. Why? 
Uh, there are... The more we... The more we escape the human... How do I say this? How do I say this? The more we escape the human... Um, Okay, that's going to get into, oh, yeah, how do I say this? Um, to elevate the mind? <laughs> well, it's not just to elevate the mind. It's to elevate the soul. It's to bring about a better form of humanity in the grand scheme of things, um, a better form of not just love, care, and compassion. It's be it's way it goes way beyond that. Um, in many levels, we become better. On many many levels, we become better human beings. We become uh, not so violent. And yet, then you've got, you know, I say that, and I then I think about the the ones who are violent, and they're not actually a heck of a lot of them that are violent, but there are some. Okay, she came back with another question. Yeah. Why why can't they contact all of us, especially when we are open to it? Why not That's... make a pub? Sorry, go on. Why not make a public undeniable display to make us all aware and work with us to open our conscience being to a higher level? Bravo! That's my point, too. Uh, there have been times where I've yelled and screamed at them. <laughs> no joke. I've, I've done my yelling and my screaming. And I'm like, come on. And they're like, humanity's not ready for it. Your governments are not ready for it. And I'm like, F the government. Excuse me. I don't give a rat's bleep as to which piece of land you live on screw the governments they're shutting everything down deliberately screw them deal with the people deal with the population start talking start showing more well they're doing more of that oh, shit. but it's frustrating it's what are you moaning about sean I keep getting some woman that keeps uh, Skyping me. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. Mentioned you are a Christian. Okay, you mentioned that you are a Christian. No judgment here, but do you feel that this is more a dark and demonic source? No. John um, does. Excuse me. John does. I do. Oh, that's you're fine. You're dealing with fallen angels, in my opinion. Oh no, I've seen a fallen well, angel. They're over 25 feet tall. I've had one sitting right here. Or not sitting, excuse me, sitting, yeah. His ass down here on my, I don't think so. Anyway, I've seen one before. Way over 25 feet tall, blinding, so blinding white light that I couldn't even, I couldn't look up to, it, it hurt my eyes. It hurt my Why would a fallen angel have white eyes. light? I don't know, there's, but there's, I knew that that's what they were. You know, they say that they can appear as angels, they're tricksters. They they come in all different sizes and shapes but not, and can, can, but can not all fallen, 
but not all fallen angels are bad. That's the thing. That's what well, the belief is. They are. If they've fallen, they no, are. No, no. See, that's where you and I disagree because I've okay. learned differently. Sure. And that's okay. It could be That's a trick, okay though. because at least we're talking about it. And yeah. that's the point. Having I, I, open conversation. I look, that is, I look out for the deceptions and the tricks because I know oh, they're Oh, believe there. me. That's what Honey, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they don't like me. <laughs> Because I get nasty about things. I was like, no. But this one happened to be good. That I know. He was, for whatever reason, fallen. But he was an okay one. So, but yeah. yeah. So when you when you had these contacts and experiences, yeah. you said that you became psychic? Or did you uh, have the no, psychic I was ability born, before I was, that? I was born uh, with abilities. I didn't understand them as you think a, that's why a, they chose you because you have these abilities. I know this. The ETs bring about a human's own abilities and they advance them even further. And it's not no offense whatsoever. I mean, I don't mind being asked, why have they chosen you? I I still ask that. I'm I'm 54. I still freaking ask that question. And I think it's rightly so asked. But I don't know, know why. It would it would seem like you watch Elon Musk, right? He buys Twitter. And that guy has done more for free speech than anybody in the last decade, but with that one move. Why wouldn't they contact Elon Musk? Or even if they wanted to have fun, they can contact Kanye who West. Who says who they knows, haven't? Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> well, here's the he would, thing. I think he would come out. And, you know, Here, here's the thing. Who says, he would. <laughs> here's the thing. Who says they haven't? Yeah. Because well, get think, this. An ET can look just like a human. Right. To me. Or who knows? He might be one. <laughs> you never know. I mean, good grief. Oh, my God. There are hybrids on this planet walking around. And supposedly, ha, we're one. Well, that's a whole nother subject. I don't even go there on that one. I mean, I did just a moment ago. But in the grand scheme of things, I'm not even going to go there because that's for science to bicker and whine and cry and crab about at each other over. I want to know why... And for me personally, why? Why am I taken? Why is it me? I know a number of other abductees that are asking the same freaking question every time. They are, hang on a minute, my brain's not doing this. They are, they, what, disallowed? From she's con talking about the prime directive not to interfere in societies, and they're not supposed to be contacting the masses just yet. Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I would agree with that statement simply because there are so many, there are thousands of races of what we call ET, extraterrestrial. Thousands. Wrap that around your mind. Think about that for a second. How many of those races are actually coming to Earth? How many of them have their own technology to be able to do that? Are all of them 
ad as advanced as certain grays, as certain reptilians, as certain, uh, oh God, brain fart again, uh, mantis beings, as certain other, you know, there, there are orbs. I had three orbs in my home and I knew that they were race. They were coming here, checking on me. I had a little white one, little blue one, little red one. And I'm looking at them going, and they were so fast. And I knew that each little, and they were about the size of a quarter. And I knew that inside each orb somehow was an ET. I'm a skeptic here, so I am a medical professional. So I have a personal question, and if you are uncomfortable to answer, I completely understand. My question is, have you shared this with your... Yes, actually I have. Um, and that I've, I've also shared that I'm a, a, a psychic. Came out of the psychic ET closet in 2018. 2017 I started to come out of the psychic closet in early 2018 I started telling my doctors and and I have I had at that time I had a group of doctors um I had a bariatric doctor I go down a list but I had a bariatric primary care a, a long list um yeah talked about it um Bit a, a bit at, at a time. There are ETs on Earth, born-ins, invisible, and more working on this program. This comes from my years of research into this subject. Born-ins. Now, I'd like to find out what she specifically means, born-ins, because there are people... <laughs> oh, get off my phone. Thank you. Sorry for the buzzing. Um, there are people that are that classify themselves as walk-ins. Hey, I'll, somebody just said, thank you for your honesty. You're welcome. I'm, I don't, I don't pussyfoot. I don't BS around. I'll tell it to you straight. If I know it, I know it. And I'll tell it to you. If I, if I can, and if it doesn't trigger me too much, I'm still working on my own this has been a heck of a process, and I've been consistently told, years ago, I was consistently told that I'm a fast processor. Born-in is as human. Oh, well, that's interesting. I never thought of it that way. It's the first I think I've heard of it that way, though. Uh, I believe the ETs have been here for ages. Okay, now that I can respond to. Um, we are now just realizing it. Yeah, okay. This is what I know, and this is what I have known as a soul. I remember this planet first becoming a planet. I remember before that I was an ET myself. I was a soul in an ET form. Do I remember what form? No. I remember being in numerous ET wars. So that was millions of years ago to our, which that delves into time. There is no such thing as time as we know it. However, 
our science tells us differently. Um, but from elsewhere, thank you for to share. Love this. <laughs> Welcome. Um, yeah, I'm I'm free to ask ask me anything. I mean, you know. But doesn't doesn't this as humans, if you believe in God, we're born with free will. I mean, we can say and do anything we want. You know, we have free will to make decisions. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff thrown at us on purpose, you know, to trick us and all of that. But every time I hear these stories, they're contrary to free will. They're being forced on you, taking your fetus. They show up when they want. They come back as much as they want. You can't stop them. Uh, and one of the questions I wanted to ask you was, did you ever call upon Jesus and say it, you know, like like a, like an exorcism or something, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to leave. He commands you to leave. And did it work? But every time these stories are contrary to free will. And to me, that's that's demonic. <laughs> but did you ever call upon okay. Jesus? Yes, I have. And what happened? Uh well then the ets get asked to leave and the ones that are higher consciousness they'll leave they will leave but doesn't always work that way there are ones where that just doesn't work and we have that to take I a quick understand. break we have to keep uh, we have to have a quick sponsor break for this hour of chasing prophecy radio I want to thank Carnation. They are going to be having a wonderful time this season. Make sure when you think about baking your pies and cakes this Christmas season to pick up a can of evaporated milk by Carnation. Thanks again, Carnation, for sponsoring our 10 o'clock slot. Thank you again. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry about Go that. I had a break for a okay. sponsor. <laughs> been a while since i've been on regular radio terrestrial <laughs> radio <laughs> what was well, your to me this is like this yeah is very, interesting. very interesting you know well i um, think you answered it about jesus but go ahead sean do you have a question yeah i i just want to say for all the guests that we have on that dealt with aliens and ets and abductees um i really couldn't understand what they were talking about and with you being on the show, I'm getting a better light of the whole situation. You know, okay. I, I see that you are brutally honest and I truly appreciate that. And uh, you're welcome for you to come out and, and talk about your experiences. God bless you, man. I give you a ton of kudos. Really, man. Seriously. I don't know how you go That's about make living me cry. a life. <laughs> That's going to make me cry, dude. Thank you, though. <laughs> I appreciate Sorry. that. I take that to heart. No, it means a lot to me because I, do you happen to know the amount of, sh well, we're off radio now. We're on, we're still on Facebook and what will eventually be on radio. And stuff. Okay. The second one. We're still on audio. We're still on the radio in New Orleans. We're still, okay. everything is still live here. Unfortunately, the people on radio can't see you in yeah. kind of yeah. a visual of, what's going on with you. But what I want to say yeah. is with all these experiences, how do you go about living a normal life? I know myself, if I was struggling <laughs> with this, I don't think I could function as a, in a, 
Uh, in society with all this stuff happening it's been a hell of a mind boggler to be able to deal with this um i think one of my saving graces was the fact that on some level i was allowed to be a mom and experience even as which is probably figure this out right now it was probably the reason why they besides the fact that hello it's seven years old i'm screaming my freaking head off at them um oh my god it's a monster it's a monster you know you have a seven eight foot tall reptilian standing at the foot of your bed and that's going to put a kibosh on them ever wanting you to see them again in your own home environment in your own turf um so that to me makes sense but i think on many levels i was allowed to be not so much remembering having bits and pieces of memories um the other factor is is that when they abduct and they take define normal yeah no kidding there's an old saying from the 1990s, normal is just a setting on your dryer. <sighs> and any Christian from the 1990s knows where that is from. So, because <laughs> I used to read uh, her books all the time. Anyway, um, but I, I think normal, I was allowed to have as much of a normal life as possible. My... I didn't fully allow myself to access all of the abilities that I can use now um, when I was a mom. I had things like um, what I call black tar moments. And black tar is when somebody's going to die. And black tar is immediate. For me, if I get a black tar feeling, and I haven't had a black tar in a long time, but if I get a black tar feeling, that it, it's heavy on me. It weighs upon my whole being, like three feet out from, from the core of me to three feet out. And it is like I am weighed down in black tar. And I feel like I can't move even though I'm out physically walking, talking, having conversations. But I know somebody's going to die. Hmm. Those I had frequently. Well, I can't say frequently is not the right word. Often would be the better word. And so I still had different abilities. I still had, for example, after my dad died, um, he would stand next to, and he was from California or he was living in California for many years. And he would stand next to me and I wouldn't register that it was his voice that I was hearing. And he'd go, now, Nikki, shut that water off while you're brushing your teeth. Shut that water off. You're not needing. And I'm like, oh, who is that? And I just think I'm going nuts. <laughs> but it was part of my mediumship abilities that I wasn't fully acknowledging. There were multiple different aspects of oh, Pete's sake. Sorry about that, guys. I keep getting buzzed um, on mm -hmm. my phone. Um 
so there were many different aspects where I was still able to be a mom. I still a major um, A-type personality. I was constantly go, 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 go. And I was that way all the way up until 2008 when I had a back injury that put me, uh, yeah, didn't know if I was going to walk again, could barely, barely walk, barely make it to a bathroom, couldn't put a spoon or a fork to my mouth, drank out of a straw, um, got forced to uh, quiet my brain and learn to deal with pain and learn to, uh, I knew about meditation for years and years and years, um, knew about how, breathing techniques for why about Gina's, reasons. Gina's yeah. question. Yeah. Is oh. your spouse and son present when any of this happens to you? Have they ever been involved, uh, present? Did anything ever happen to them? Um, I'm going to walk around that question because if I divulge certain things and where they work, I don't want them in trouble. Um, bluntly, do I believe one of them was being taken? Yes. Recently, meaning in the last year and a half, I didn't believe the other one was being taken. And um, unexpectedly found out that they were. Um, to my utter shock, horror, and dismay, and anger. Um, my son has abilities. Doesn't use them hardly at all was very much, is very much like me uh, and how I was in my uh, 20s and early 30s. He's 30 now. Um, biologically, I only have one physical human being on this planet. <laughs> the 26 ET hybrids, different, different story. Um, were they around at the time? In other words, were they in the presence of my physical body when I was taken? Not that I'm aware of. Um, how else can I answer that? So what makes you think they've been taken? When you walk out of your bedroom... And you and somebody else are walking out at the same time. And you're trying to remember everything that you had just experienced because you were brought back. And the other person is describing to you in detail what they think is a dream. And it was everything that you had just experienced. Okay, hit a motion. Hang on. Have you ever tried to start your own support group? Hang on a minute. All right. Sorry. That's okay. Oh, bugger. 
See, I had really hoped and prayed that it wouldn't be them. And it's like survivor's guilt. And on one level, I feel that because of me, one of them was being taken, simply being around me. Now, logically, that's something that I know I need counseling on. I will get there. <laughs> do you, do you I have understand any, that. <laughs> do you have any physical evidence that this actually happened to you? If, say, I was an investigator and I wanted to know, like, do you have anything that you could show me? Any kind Not of physical that, evidence? Okay. I, I take pictures of my body. Um, I have pictures of unexplained cuts in my body that literally within 12 hours, the kind of cuts where you've had surgery, okay? I had, they did carpal, oh, I can't see it. I had carpal tunnel surgery from them on this freaking wrist, left wrist. I was just showing my left wrist if we're still on radio. Right wrist is the wrist that I had human carpal tunnel surgery on. She did a doctor did a fantastic job. Can't really even, unless you're a medical doctor who deals in surgery, you're not going to see the freaking scar. And the one on my left, I don't even think one of our medical human doctors on this planet would even be able to recognize it the one and if it hadn't have been for the fact that it was bright red when I woke up and I'm going how the what the head what is that looking at it I'm gonna be really graphic I was sitting on the toilet because hello when you come back from craft you gotta pee like a racehorse and I didn't find this part out. Now people are going to be laughing over that one. But I didn't find this out. The, the understanding of it is that when you are brought back from a craft, your human body has a physical reaction from the atmosphere. Talk to some scientist. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this one. But this is what I've been told by other abductees who really understand it much better than I do and can graphically tell you why it happens that way in the human body. It doesn't quite make sense to me, but yet it does. So there's some kind of pressure in the, in the ships, some kind of barrier in the ships, some kind of something that stops, I, I don't want to say stops time, but it, it's something stops. And on the human body, when you are returned, I mean, the second you're awake, you're running to the bathroom and you're, or you're walking really fast going, I gotta go, I gotta go. And you just pee like you've never peed before. And so when I was looking at my wrist, <laughs> it, and I knew I had just been brought back because I could feel it in my body, but I was like, why was I taken? 
And I knew that I was ice cold because my room was hot, but yet I had just come back over the the fans. My body had just come back over the fans and I had just come and I felt it. And I felt going through the blankets and I'm looking at my wrist going, what the bleepity bleep did they do to me this time? <laughs> and I realized that my thumb and my fingers no longer hurt. And I was like, wait a minute. And that's I when that. I went, get out of this bathroom and go, you know, wipe and so, wash your hands and go get I'll your remember that every picture, 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 picture. I remember that three o'clock in the morning every time I have to get up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> the only time it's ever happened to me is is if I've ever been given a water pill, which is very rare in my lifetime, <laughs> or um, coming back from uh, ET abduction, or if I've ever been in an ER, which is also very rare, and I've been put on an IV and they've given me. Um, I want to say saline, um, fluids because I was dehydrated. That makes sense. That's so the only time. Was what? What were you doing before? Like immediately before these encounters, and immediately afterwards? Okay, I'm going to tell you something. I usually know before I'm going to get taken. It's a little different now in the last year beforehand I used to get and doctors are going to flip their gourd now that I know that there's doctors listening don't flip your gourd about this <laughs> I do not have tinnitus it's been proven I do not have tinnitus um I get a ringing in my left ear it's a very loud very high-pitched ring um and ever since They've done surgery on my station tube and my throat to enlarge it, which that's a whole nother subject. Um, the ringing is different. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's how I know that I, I'm going to get taken. Now that ringing can, when it happens, it used to be, I would be taken within three days. And if I started getting numerous ringings in one day, which didn't happen very often, but it has happened, um, I would get taken <clears throat> immediately. And I've even had E.T. standing in this apartment trying to put me out, knock me out, and I will literally grab anything physical, typically a bottle you know, like this is a bottle mm -hmm. of Propel. I've got a bottle of iced tea. I'll grab it, make myself physically known, you know, make myself conscious and alert and aware and go, I'm not going right now, guys. You can't make me. And then they're like, no, you got to go. And that's, that's, I feel it. I don't hear it. I feel the sensation of, no, you've got to go. I don't hear it mediumship wise I'm, they're not telepathic and so that's what i call being pushed and i'm like no and then i i'll go in i'll start getting food high protein i'll start getting vitamin b12 and i'll start downing as much b12 which is medically safe and as much high protein food and because 
I don't want to go. I'm like, bleepity bleep, F you, screw you, get the, I'm not going. You can't make me go this time. And most of the time that works, not all the time. And they'll try to force me asleep either in my chair or they're like, we're going to walk you to bed. And I'm like, like hell you are. <laughs> no way. I don't think so. If you hear yelling in the background, there's kids outside playing in the snow. It snowed here last uh -oh. night. So, <laughs> so that's what you're hearing in the background. <laughs> there's kids out in the, out in the, the play area anyway. Um, Cause I just heard it. Um, so yeah, I, I will, there are times where I fought it and they're like, well, I guess we're not going. And I'm like, thank you. And then there've been times where they have literally forced it. And I'm like, I'm not falling asleep. You screw my back up every single freaking time. You try to put me asleep in this chair. At least let me get to the bed. What is so freaking important that you got to take me this time that I've got to go lie down. Okay. I don't no. want to go lie down. <laughs> I'm going to be the, um, I don't want oh, everybody's thinking about just be it. <laughs> like the elephant it. in the room, I guess. Um, the question <laughs> is, and you see a lot of, you know, like movies portray, um, alien abductees and what they do Saturday night live always makes fun of it. Like, were you probed? Um, is that just something that somebody made up? I mean, did that actually, does that happen? Can you, can you give me a, there are, of... there are people that get, yeah, there are folks that get, yeah. And yeah, I have, um, I, if I open up the chat, if that's for me, I, if I open that up, I will not be able to see you guys and it'll cut me out of streamered um just an fyi um so elephant in the room that's good um so now i mean you see it on there's so many different sh um television shows um podcasters um move on experiencers that yeah. always want to say oh you got probed uh you know that's what yeah there are times i mean hello i've had they've they, on, you know that. <laughs> okay. Um, there are times when I have felt like I've been raped because they are removing somebody. Just somebody on the other side just said ovum. That's not what I was going to say. I was going to say eggs. Um, where they have removed my eggs. Now, I'm going to be very blunt. I have PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which technically makes you infertile. Depending upon what doctor you go to and what you believe and blah, 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 that goes along with that crap. All right. So um, so the fact that I could even get pregnant and, and have my one biological son was kind of a big deal back in the uh, 19, early 1990s. Um because back then it was not talked about. So the fact that they were taking my eggs um, and then doing their lovely little genetic magic with them um, <laughs> and splicing and dice. See, I call it splicing, dicing, and other things that they do in order to create these children. Um and there have been times where they have, yeah, they've, 
messed with my uterus and I've known it. And those times I've, I've actually, I've felt like I've been raped and I'm like, okay, this is what pisses me off. This how is about, what makes me want to take a hatchet. How about yeah. Gina's question? If you could read that. Oh, uh, do they take, okay, hang on a minute. Do they do take they, you when you are alone? Yes. Do they take you at nighttime? Yes. How long are you gone? Okay. How long are you gone? Here's a great question, folks. Really great question. Okay. I can set my alarm clock, say for eight hours. Uh, I can wake up 20 minutes, 30 minutes before that alarm goes off. And yet I can feel like I have been gone for a month. Mm -hmm. Now, get this. This is what I'm learning now, okay? What I'm learning now is the fact that you can actually, since time doesn't exist and they have a way of manipulating time in some fashion or form, and I don't, I do not understand that. I am not one to talk about that in the sense of how that happens. Talk to a scientist. I mean, like a hardcore, hardcore, deep into science, science guy. I'm not the one to talk about that. All I know is they do something to where they can manipulate the time. An example of that. One of my children. We haven't even begun to talk about how how the um, how fast these hybrid children grow. That is a subject for conversation, a very deep subject for conversation. We should talk about that at some point. Okay, very serious. It is mind boggling. But one of my children, and I'd have to look. And when I say I keep explicit records, I keep explicit records. I'd have to go back and find the exact date this occurred. But um, I believe it was 2019. I had had a, at the beginning of the year, oh, and there's seasons to abductions. FYI, folks, if you're an abductee, Start keeping records. There is a season to when they take. What is it? Uh, if you're in the hybrid program, if you're in one of many different hybrid programs, um, you can start getting taken in August, July, end of July, beginning of August. They do an implantation. They start setting your body up. If you're a female, I don't know what they do to the males. I kind of don't want to know. Mm -hmm. Oh, for Pete's sake. Sorry, goes. I keep getting these notifications. Um, so they start setting up for implantation. Okay, this is what I started. When I started journaling this, this is what in 2018, I started uh, journaling then. And that's when I started making the realization by 2019. My God, there's a season to this. There really is a freaking season. Um, so I start getting taken end of July, beginning of August. By the end of August, if it's really the end of August and I haven't been taken by that point, um, 
I will get taken. It is a major abduction. I don't remember. It, it's just, I just remember it as it's a serious thing. Then for me in October, they do an implantation mm-hmm. because for me, I have children in for three months. I have a baby implanted in me. And to my knowledge and understanding, it's only been a, oh, for God's sake, I can't even remember the terminology. Um, Blasts, blasto, uh, not a blastoma. God, sorry, guys, I can't think of the terminology of pregnancy at this second. It's been too long. Um, Do abductions only happen at night? No, they don't. Oh, my God, no, they don't. Mine seem to, but for the most part, but no, they don't. Um, Time dilation technology. Thank you, Robert White. That's the words I couldn't think of. Um, So, yeah, there's a time dilation uh, in in all of this. So, but I get implanted in October, November. And very rarely will it be as late as December, the middle of December. Well, and let me ask then, you something. So months, you're, you're 54. On, do they still do that? Yes. They did it as late as, um, they haven't done it this year. Um, and then the other side got involved and they're like, you're pregnant. And I'm like, bullshit. Sorry, guys. I'm like, bull. <laughs> and, and they're like, no, you're pregnant. And then I get it. I, I don't tell any of my friends. I And most of them are all psychics. And I'm like, I got a question for you. They're like, oh, God, will you want us to do a scan? And I'm like, uh-huh. And they're like, nope, you're not pregnant. I'm like, see, you can't freaking tell me that I'm pregnant when I know Dang well, I'm not because there's a different shift in me. There's a what's different... gonna happen when you can't get pregnant anymore? What are they gonna do with you? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I honestly do not know. Now I know, okay, here's something. I know a woman who and this is documented she she and her husband document this and they're rather public about it and there are some things that they don't make public and one of those is they do not produce pictures but they've got them um and i know that they've i i know that they've got them and i'm not going to say how i know but anyway she uh cannot physically have children they implanted a what we would classify as a full term nine month eight eight to nine month pregnancy in her stomach she did not have the physical capacity as a woman to have a physical child okay now 24 hours late, and she was, um, this is her story, this is not mine. She explained that she was leaking things from her breasts, and I'm not going to go into that. And that w- they documented every step of it. And 24 hours later, 
the baby was gone. Her belly was back to normal. It stretched out. The I don't understand. And she, they were just absolutely appalled. It does happen. It does happen. This kind of thing takes place. Now, here's the other thing. Before I forget this, because that just brought up a memory. <clears throat> what people need to understand, everybody talks about, oh, I've got an ET implant. Guess what, guys? They don't just implant it in your body. Like me, I found out the hard way. They can implant an, an ET device in the etheric. So you can be walking around and never physically have an implanted device in your body, but it will be in your auric field. And I'm like, what the, I had two people confirm that. I had somebody look at me who deals with auras on a regular, regular basis. And she goes, um, Nikki, why do you have an opening in your aura, aura, I keep wanting to say auric field because that's what it is, but in your aura. And I said, what are you talking about? And she goes, you literally have a slice out of your aura field. There's, there's a, there's, yeah, it kind of freaked me out, man. When I first heard that, I'm here to tell you, I, I had to have a lot of energy work that day because I got so frightened over that. And it took a while for me to even process it. And then I come across other people who have talked about it. It's very rare, but it does happen. Mm -hmm. Now, Nikki, do you yeah. ever um, feel like there's other entities like government uh, officials, military involved in any of this, these oh, abductee yeah. encounters that you have? Oh, yeah. In mine? Um, okay. I have been told that the, <clears throat> excuse me, that the ET that I had standing next to me, the one that I described um, beginning of the show, where she had a weapon, I have been told that is part of the government ET program. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean, seriously, what are you talking about? Because I do not have any memory of that whatsoever and people will tell me oh you need to look into mk ultra you need to look into and they'll list a bunch of different things and i'm like i don't think i can handle that right now i have issue with the fact that i made a statement in 2019 2019 yeah in 2019 had to think of the day or the uh, year uh to a and I got to be very careful because I was threatened with legal action. Um, Who threatened you with legal action? I'm exactly. not going. I'm not going into that right now. But I was threatened if I state certain. Stuff. Is this someone from the government? Is this someone from the FBI? Or is this just some kind? Of okay, so the person that I talked to, I'm bypassing your question. I can tell. I can probably. Well, no, I can't say it offline. Anyway. Um, my point is, is that the person that I spoke with was a government agent, okay? 
I asked about a piece of information that I knew of when I was 17, 18 years old. Piece of information that I had my hands on and had read. Four to five days later, and I say four to five days because four is what's in my head, but I'm not sure if it was five. Four to five days later, I had deep government black ops psyops trying to access my memories via a very malicious form of um, very treacherous form of um, abilities. I don't know what else to call it. It's a program. And they've tried ever since because they want to know exactly what I know. And I'm like, you know what? I was trained by one of the best in protecting my memories. You are never going to have it. There will be things that I will talk about. There are three chapters, one to three chapters. I will, one I will never freaking reveal, but up to three, probably not. But the one will never, I will never talk about it. Everything else I will freaking talk about. They want to know exactly what I know. And I've had problems ever since, and I've had confirmation from other people. Who, trained who have you? clarified who have clarified um, the fact that I'm being effed with um, who trained you to protect yourself the first person to train me was when I was a teenager um, she had a psychic mother Uh, another person was, uh, a friend of hers who was a clairvoyant. Uh, she was a teenage clairvoyant and she and her partner, then they eventually married, uh, were ones to train me, uh, to protect myself. And then after that, I unexpectedly met somebody who, if I reveal who and what they were, could potentially get me into some very, very, very serious trouble and put my family and everybody right, I know of, at risk. In, instead of who, what did they, like, how do you do this for the audience? What would you say? How do you protect yourself? What are the methods? Um. Start visualizing. See, that's what I didn't understand. Why can I do this and protect myself against what I call these asshats? These government asshats. And yet not protect myself against the ETs. That's what I want to know. But it's because they are thousands of years older than we are and so far advanced consciously. Okay, so how to protect um, start getting visual, start thinking of, uh, visualization techniques regarding, uh, creating rooms in your brain, start 
um, picturing using visualization techniques, um, uh, relaxation rooms, so to speak, start getting very deep into that. Also start into researching um, consciousness and astral because a lot of those um, subjects will open doors for you in how to protect your own brain. The more you advance in that those sections, I was going to say that section, but in those sections of your brain, you will actually be able to figure out different methods for yourself and what works for you to be able to protect yourself from, excuse me, psychics that are <clears throat> unscrupulous. So, and the experiences I've had with some of them. So, does that answer or do you need a little bit more? Oh, I mean, if there's more that you can tell, tell the people how to protect themselves. Uh, it's creating strong, stronger and stronger methods in your in your brain um building basically what you're doing is you're building upon building upon building different levels in your in your consciousness and as you build you become stronger and i'll tell you what uh nikki this was a fascinating talk and discussion with you this evening i really appreciate it um uh, i could sit here and talk to you for hours and pick your brain some more um if there's any uh, other questions uh please post it now because we're going to be saying goodbye to nikki for the evening so if you have any other questions please post them and she will be gladly answer them oh crystals when does he talk crystals yes they are he's kidding yes. <laughs> crystal yeah crystals are a good form of protection there are many different forms of of protection um, calling on your your deity, calling on God, calling on Jesus, whoever you believe in. Um, calling on your ancestors, too, is another one. The, the ones who came before you in your physical family. Um, wow, they really are there for you. Um, I've, I've learned the hard way and the great way. They, If you need them, they will show up. And you may not feel them. You don't have to be a psychic, but just call on them if you need them. And it's a dire situation. Ask for help. Well, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think there's any other questions. So um, we're going to go ahead and say goodbye to you tonight. Uh, thank, thank you, you again you. for joining us. And if someone needs to get in contact with you, is there an email or anything they can um, jot down? Uh, restore belief 2022 at gmail.com is how you can get a hold of me or on Facebook at Nikki and I K K I dot J A C O B S dot 376 and on restore belief at YouTube. Okay, my well, you've, had it. you've heard it. Thanks again, Nikki, for joining us tonight on Chasing Prophets. You have a great night. Thank you, you too. Wow. 
That is something else. John Venture, you're quiet. Go ahead and tell us what you think. I have a hard time <laughs> with, with these discussions. Uh, you know, she was able to answer the questions. You know, it wasn't like too much having to think about the answers. But I don't know. I just think about this, and I don't see the good in it. You know, when people say it's a positive experience, they're here to help, but yet you're being raped. They come back whenever they want. You can't stop them. You know, uh, to me, if that's not demonic, you know, and a trickster, I don't know what is. But uh, I think in a lot of ways, it's very sad. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, I have a hard time with this being a good thing. <laughs> you know? Well, so, I, I, I agree I, with you on that. Yeah. I got to start packing up because they're closing here. They've been waiting for me. <laughs> well, I'm surprised you could see. You're almost into nine o'clock hour. But, they um, closed at eight. Oh, <laughs> okay. wow. And, and to my new sponsor, it's Panera. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can ask them if they want to be a sponsor. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks again for, for thanks, trying John. to make it, John. We okay. appreciate it. <laughs> Um, that was a very interesting talk. We had a lot of conversation going on in the chat, um, which was really interesting. Uh, a lot of people were interested in this kind of stuff. Um, to me, I was, I, I was definitely, I still find it to be, if I was abducted, I don't think I would be so nonchalant about it. I think I would be traumatized. Um, to say well, the I'm least, sure, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Nikki was traumatized at one point in time. Had Nikki, to be. Um, I don't know. I know I've had experience we talked with, we're going to have to get Brian Sharpless back on. Um, he was, we're going to, I'm going to have to see if I can contact him. And one of these times we're going to have him on the show. If we can't with an, an alien hybrid or, or abductee. So maybe, um, maybe Nikki would want to come back on when we had Brian on the show. Well, we got because Joe he, Jordan going to be on too, and he'll give you a totally different view of this whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's. I would love to hear a totally different. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know how she said there was figures in her front of her bed. I know I've had that happen to me, but I always thought it was, you know, shadow people or there was never nothing nice about it. And like Brian would say that was sleep paralysis. So some kind yeah. of medic, <laughs> some kind of chemical in your brain that, um, you know, we should definitely have him back on the show. He's flown it tw what twice, Sean? Yeah, he's um, been on twice. I don't know. I just find it to be scary, fascinating, uh, something that I would not want to experience. Um, and uh, I don't know how you go about your normal life if something like that happened. I, I, my... I don't think you. I don't think you could. To be honest with you, I think it would just be a hard, you know, um, a hard thing. If there's to any, do. yeah. And if there's anybody out there has a question or comment about Nikki, uh, a comment about her being on the show, what do you think, um, your opinion of what happens to her, what you what you think it is, and and if you think it is a, a like a, an experience with an extraterrestrial or higher being, please put it in the comment. We'd love to hear you. In the last ten minutes we do have of the show, um, very interesting stuff. This is very interesting. Uh, I, you know. It, it it was great, um, and and I meant when I told her that I, I I was totally impressed with her, and giving her all those kudos for speaking out like that. There's not too many people that would do yeah. that. Yeah, because you could you like know. backfire. They think you're crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, but I guess everybody thinks everybody's crazy in some sort, don't you think? 
Wow. Oh, how was know. your I Thanksgiving? Like it was beautiful. Very nice. I have a lot to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, I did, this is my first bird and I did a really good job. So I'm really proud of myself. Everything really? was delicious. Everybody helped and pitched in. It was really nice. How about yours? Mine was quiet. I did all the cooking. I was off that day. So I uh, started cooking the turkey in the morning and uh, made my, oh, I made this uh, green bean casserole. Oh my God, was it so good. I was really impressed with myself. And you know them little French fry onion thingies that you put on yeah. top of them? They are so good. They I never so made that. Oh, my God. It was so good. I just had green por- beans. Yeah. And we put portobello mushrooms in with it, too. Oh, that's so, different. That's yeah, different. it was. You know. It was very, and, uh, very good. And it was that's quiet. Very... It was yeah. quiet. Um, I do want to do uh, – I, I would like to talk about something um, – that I think everybody out there should watch. If you have, if you don't have Rumble, you should get Rumble. We're on Rumble right now. You can download the app. But I want. I'm not going to give you the whole um, talk about it. But I think everybody should watch. It's called um, Suddenly. Um, I'm not going to go put the whole title in because I'm afraid we'll be banned. So if you have, if you don't, if you have Rumble, go to and, and just search Suddenly. Uh, there's another word after that. And uh, a lot of people are being banned um, from Facebook and Twitter for, for posting it. But I think everybody should watch it. Uh, it's a real eye opener and it's scary as hell. Really? And I just think, you, yes, very, mm-hmm. very scary. And it's it's sad. Um, but my um, my Christmas story about a magical tree, yeah. Rocky the Rockefeller Christmas tree, is on promotion this uh, week for five days on Kindle. You can get it for free. Um, so if you have little kids in your family, uh, son or daughter, baby, child, toddler, it's up for or niece, nephew, or friend who has kids. Um, it's scared for um, four to about eight years old. It's about a little Christmas tree um, named Rocky, he was a um, a Norway spruce, but not like any other spruce. He was bent the wrong way. His leaves were hardly ever green, and it's a fairy tale. So if you have any children, it's free on Kindle um, for five days. I believe the last say it's the 30, 30th. Is there thirty? Is there thirty one days in November? I can't there's remember. Thirty. There's thirty. There's thirty. <laughs> okay. I'm such a check. Well, it's it's free for five days, so you can go to Kindle and purchase it on um, Kindle, and you can watch it on any kind of iPad or phone. Um, it's an ebook. Uh, oh, thank you, thank, <laughs> Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> thank you, Joe. Uh, I, I used to go back to grade school. What can I say? I am terrible about well, anything no. with numbers. Um, but it's like, and I'm going to promote From the Sky, um, which is my trilogy. Um, my three book trilogy. Actually, there's four, but I haven't got the fourth one out. So you'd like if you'd love to um, have me as a guest on your show, anybody. Um, I am a sci-fi writer and uh, a fiction writer, and I'm hoping to start writing again as soon as we get everything done with the house. There's so many things now. We have plumbing issues, so there's a lot of things that we need to um, fix. Um, so I'll be able to do that. And if you think it'd be a great sponsor for Chasing Prophecy, definitely give us a holler. We'd love to have you as a sponsor on our show. And remember, we're available on many platforms, including um, YouTube, 
Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Rumble, TikTok. So um, you'll be able to pick us up anywhere. And our and our podcast is available right after the show uh, on SoundCloud, on all many different, you know, you know radio.com, anything like that. You can probably pick it up um, on. And uh, Sean, what is your what is your show about tonight? You told me to watch it. Yeah, I got a, a friend. My my friend Tara was on last week, and uh, she has a mentor that's up in Butler. Her name is Natasha, and she is um, practicing witch Wiccan. Okay. And she ha- she has her own store up there. It's going to be an interesting show. Um, now, is she the kind of witch that does spells like love spells? Because I could use one. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you know what? You can listen to the show. And then I'll ask her that question. Because... Well, I always want to know, like, if you if if a guy's talking to you, you can ask her this, and I'm going to listen. If a guy's talking to you, he texts you um, every day almost, and he says, hello, how are you? But he hasn't asked you out yet. Why is that? So why don't you ask your witch friend? I'll tell you that right now, being a man, because he's afraid okay. that you're going to, because he's afraid that you are just going to decline him in that He's kind of what like, if you gave him the idea that you were interested in him? I mean, what still, are you supposed to do? Are you still, supposed to ask still, him out or what the heck? It's the 20, 20 what first century. Yeah, women do that, but no, it it's all done. It stems from way back, you know. They just men don't want to get hurt, you know. And oh geez. It's true. It's true. But you know. Maybe yeah, I would like to know about love spells. Are they true, or is it, is it like something that you shouldn't do? You shouldn't go against somebody's that you shouldn't interfere with their will. Well, um, yeah, I you know what? I'm going to ask her that, and uh, my show starts at 10 p.m. Eastern. You know, so we'll so have to watch it. Yeah, definitely, I'll watch it do. while I think I'm going to put up the Christmas tree. I already did that. What am I talking about? I'm going to put the train under the Christmas tree. There you go. There you go. And, and try to relax a little bit. Busy, busy, busy day. Yes. Putting Christmas tree up and having water everywhere it doesn't mix mm-hmm. very well. No. But we're gonna cut, we're gonna um, close it out early tonight so Sean can get some rest before his big show. So yes. if you think you'd be a great guest for Chasing Prophecy Radio, please email me at chasingprophecyradio at gmail.com. Good night, so, everybody. Good night, everybody, and thank you for tuning in.